to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We're on location once again, recording this week at another great place to get tacos here in Kansas City. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my boogie board instructor says that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll review another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by a special guest who will share her favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Taco the Town, Taco Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Tribe Street Kitchen, located in the heart of one of my favorite parts of Kansas City in the River Market, River, uh, what was it? City Market, River Market. It's the River Market. River Market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the city, and really? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> in the River Market, right on the streetcar line, very convenient, located at 316 Delaware Street, Kansas City, Missouri, 64105. Tribe opened in March 2018. Its hours are 11 to 2 for lunch on weekdays. 5 to 10 daily for dinner and brunch is 9 to 2 on weekends. Happy hours 2 to 6 and 10 to close every day. Tribe offers a range of globally inspired fare, bringing world street food to the river market. It has a nice outdoor patio area and the exotic tacos they offer at Tribe are carnitas, fried haddock, lingua, chicken mole, and jackfruit. Available with stone ground corn tortillas or with bok choy lettuce. They also have something on the menu called a fried chicken pancake taco that I need to try, but it's only available for brunch and breakfasts and it is not available right now. So I'm very sad because that sounds delicious. (laughs) Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. Born and raised in a sleepy farm town in rural southeast Kansas, she left the ranch at 18 years old, built her career, traveled the world, and found her way back to KC, where she's building a global life and company from the center of the heartland. She got her social media handle, The New Dorothy, from an adorable old man on a bus in southern China. She is a 15-year veteran and executive in the travel industry, and now four-time entrepreneur, author, TEDx speaker. No way. Should I do a TEDx about tacos? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's got to be a philosophical like <laughs> background and inspiration around tacos for sure. I think I could work up something. Yeah. She's also a podcaster. She recently relocated back to Kansas City after spending 16 months traveling the world as a digital nomad, living in a new country every month across 27 countries on three continents. Wow. Today, Brooke is launching her fourth company, Brazenist, a creative education and travel company that prepares driven entrepreneurs and careerists, career, careerists, Careerist. Careerist. It's a word. I may have made it up. It's Careerist to future-proof their careers, redefine success, and live a brazen, audacious, badass life. You can follow her journey on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The New Dorothy. Welcome to Taco the Town, Brooke Roberts. Woo-hoo! It's awesome to be here. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. That's a, quite an introduction. I know. It was a little long. Now that I have you read it, I'm like, damn. <laughs> 
conceded much. <laughs> <laughs> what was your TEDx talk about? Your travels? Sort of. It was the idea of saying yes to opportunities. And and I outlined like three areas where in most people will shy away from opportunities for various reasons. And I gave examples from my life and how I got to where I was at the time. So the past 16 months, you've really lived in 27 different countries? I would say I lived... Traveled? I lived in 14 and visited 27. Wow. Yeah, and 17 of them were new to me. When did you leave the Kansas City area or Kansas? I left Kansas. Yeah, rural Kansas, not Kansas City. Kansas City is the city in my life. <laughs> I left uh, Kansas when I was 18 for college. and went to school in Boston. And you said that was the biggest culture shock. Even after all the countries you've been to, Boston is the place that you had the most culture shock? Yeah. I mean, for a lot of reasons. One, when you go to another country, you expect it to be different. But like, hopefully, if you're traveling, you should hope that things are different. Otherwise, why travel, right? So when you go to France or you go to China, you're going to like, okay, I'm ready for some difference. When I went to Boston, I thought these are my people. They speak my language, all the things. And I got there and I was like, whoa, I understand their <laughs> words, but I do not understand what's happening. <laughs> so it was, it was very different. You know, I grew up in a very tiny community and where everybody knew everybody's business all the time. And I rolled up into a place where I felt, I remember writing an email back to my mom saying, I think I could fall over dead on the sidewalk and people just step over my body. They would not give a rip about me. Whereas like, I don't know, I couldn't sneeze in Southeast Kansas without somebody being like, is Brooke sick? And right. reporting back to my mother about something. So it was just a very different environment. I didn't come from money either. So I was like surrounded. I like remember all my like assigned roommates there just like, it felt like everybody had so much money. I'm not, I don't think they did, but it was just a different, different way of living. You had probably had to uh, concentrate and figure out what people were actually saying because well, of their accents. Yes and no. So Boston is a very transient place. Oh, okay. Like a lot of people aren't from there. It's like over 50 colleges and universities. So There's a lot of people for, not from there, but you know, you'd be on the, the T is their subway system, you know, and they'd be like, Arlington, next stop, you know? And I was like, what? Is that, <laughs> is that English? What's happening? You know? Um, but you definitely would, you know, interact with a lot of people with some interesting accents. Speaking of accents, when I showed up, I had a pretty thick twang right. about me and yeah. I, they teased teased it out of me. I was like, by the end of my first year, I was like, okay, I'm going to speak like not someone from rural <laughs> Kansas now, apparently, because I could never heard the end of it. Yeah. So living in rural Kansas, what was your exposure to tacos? A rural Southeast Kansas, there's, there are some taco gems down there. We talked about it before the episode started. Mm -hmm. Taco Tico. Right. Is it's a, a classic. Now, it was like the best. <laughs> what did, what was the first taco you think you ate? Did you eat tacos growing up? What's your no, taco backstory? No, my first backstory? taco had to be Taco Tico or like something we made at home with like the Ortega right. corn tortilla nonsense. Yeah. But Taco Tico is like, a staple in my home. I remember like saving up, you know, I, I cleaned the apartment buildings we lived in the first sort of 10 years of my life from nine years old till 12 years old. I was the janitor basically. And I would like save up the money I was earning and ride my bike to Taco Tico so I could get, <laughs> you know, three tacos for a dollar. Oh God, this stuff's so good. It's just greasy and horrible. By the way, everyone, they're not good tacos, <laughs> but they are like stuck in my memory as this like amazing thing. I mean, the first taco you have at a fast food place, that's a religious experience. I mean, And yeah. it kind of, it frames your taco reference for the rest of your life. I'm not going to lie. When I first had my like legit, authentic street taco, Mexican style street taco, I was like, what is wrong with this taco? <laughs> like they got it wrong. Where's the grease? <laughs> I know. Where's the grease? Where's that weird seasoning that they put on it? And like the... the 
the beef that's just been uh, beaten Taco to Tico death. Taco Tico seasoning is great. I mean, it is, but is it? But is it really? <laughs> I have told this on the show before. I used to take road trips just to eat Taco Tico because they've slowly gone out of business close yeah. to Kansas City. So you have to, I used to have to drive to Pittsburgh yeah. to eat Taco Tico or or Topeka has Taco mm-hmm. Tico. So. Well, my brother and his family live in Wichita and every time I visit, it's like, when are we going to Taco Tico? Because I think there's one left there. Wichita and- is a great Taco Town just because Taco Tico is there. Right. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, do they have good time? I don't know. I don't spend enough time in Wichita, I guess. They have a taco festival every summer, so. Are you making that up? No. You're totally making that no, up. No, I'm not. Oh my God, that's awesome. We had a roving reporter report from there <laughs> last year and they invited us down this year. So. Oh my God, you should, you need to do there. You do the live episodes. I will go as an ambassador hey, with you. Can we? Yes. Do, wait, will we get free tacos as yes, part of the deal? Yes, I can then I'm in, it. I'm in, I'm in. And we can also stop by Taco Tico. Yes, I mean, way. I feel like we should show up with Taco Tico. Be like, Hopefully we brought the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you also said you had it Gringo's in, in uh, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, Gringo's, Gringo's was a classic. You know, my dad lived in Joplin. So, you know, when we, We'd head over to Joplin a couple times a month, and that was always like, "Can we do that?" There's also a, a pizza place that was near it. That, I know this is not pizza. Sorry. No, that's Switching okay. Switching gears, but pizza. it's horrible. And now I can't even remember what it was called. This is it's a bad not, story. But no, is that that's not the like wood fired pizza? What no, no, it was, no. God, no, not good pizza. Oh, like stop it. Was it was bad pizza. It was bad pizza. It was like at the corner of Schiffendecker and Seventh, I think. Do you oh, know that area no, where know. there was a Gringos right there, and then it was like Kitty Corner from that. Oh, I don't know. And Anyway. That's great. I'm glad that you had a, a similar taco experience to me. And, I mean, but, high end. But you've also been to all these countries. What's the taco scene like overseas? Are we talking? Okay, kids, I mean, let's start. Let's start. Because well, I've heard, I've heard, I mean, I know that the UK, in the UK, the tacos are not good. Okay. Correct. Right. Basically, when you get away from like, obviously like Mexico's the epicenter, right? And right. then as you get further and further away from Mexico, the Mexican food generally, including tacos, gets really horrible. <laughs> so even when I went to school in Boston, there was not a good Mexican restaurant. Taco plate did not exist, like in the center of Boston. I've heard, outskirts. yeah, I've heard Boston and New York don't have good tacos. I mean, they might now, hopefully. I mean, the whole modern technology, they learn about things <laughs> the that internet. exist. The internet exists now, but yeah. So I would say, you know, Europe has a long way to go in terms of their taco scene. I was just in Amsterdam and I gave myself a homework assignment to try to find some oh, good yeah. tacos to talk about I, I, I failed like I tried two different places and I was like what the hell is going on there's the internet people <laughs> I love something yeah, about the ingredients or I don't know so you, you just got back a week ago right uh, I just got back so a week ago, ago. Um, I I was in London for work for about a week and then I took the Eurostar over to Europe so I'd never been to Belgium or the Netherlands which is crazy because I've been to Europe so many times but just skipped around them so yeah I went to Belgium I hit up Brussels Ghent and Bruges and then I took the train to Amsterdam and stayed there for a few days. It was, it was lovely. It was cold. Not as cold as here, but it was a little harder to enjoy it. But I just walked all over and ate tacos and <laughs> tried drank to, the beer and had the muscles and all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I loved watching your, following your, your posts. Just, you went to some really cool places. How often a year do you take trips? 
I mean, now that you're back. Right. Well, I mean, I just got back, you know, to like having a home of my own and all that stuff. Moved back to Kansas City late December. So technically, like right now, I have a trip planned every month. That's awesome. But not necessarily abroad. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> technically, yes, I guess they are abroad. But at the end of this month, I'm going to D.C. And then um, later in March, I'm going to Cuba for have a you, week. Have you ever been to Belton before? Belton. Belton, Missouri? I don't think so. What are they famous for? Should I... Should I put they have a, a really great antique mall. <laughs> I've never been there, <laughs> but I'll add it to the list. Add it to the map. <laughs> Writing it down. Belton, okay. Missouri. So you're going to Cuba? Yeah. Will they have good tacos there? I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? The, I mean, Caribbean style Caribbean. isn't necessarily a taco thing, but right. they might. I mean, I will. I will. I've heard Florida doesn't even have really good tacos. Yeah, I mean, because then you're getting more into the Cuban, Puerto Rican, Cuban. Dominican side of things. And then it's just like really great beans and rice and marinated meats and right. stuff. It's really good. I think um, right here in Kansas, we are really close to the epicenter of like, because Texas and Mexico, those are the taco motherland. Right. But we are so close to them that I feel like we get a lot of great mm-hmm. tacos here. Yeah. I lived in Colorado for several years and Mexican taco scene is really good there too. Good. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm glad. So if you want to stay in this like taco thing you got going on, just never leave the country because <laughs> you'll be so disappointed unless you go to Mexico. Right. Yeah. So have you been to Mexico? Yeah. A few How times. How many times? Three times. Did you uh, have tacos Funny there? story about that actually. Uh-huh. So I'm not a huge fan of like going to all-inclusive resorts and stuff. It's just not my travel thing. But I have been to two all-inclusive resorts in my life or been twice to all-inclusive resorts, both times for destination weddings at the same damn no thing in Cancun. And I'm like, I will never go. So never invite me to a wedding at Moon Palace because I will not show up because I have been, <laughs> I've been there twice. And then the other time I've been, um, it was on the Pacific side for one of my companies, led a trip there. It was, it was a lot of fun. There was a great travel show on KCPT last week of a guy who did um, the Baja road trip. Oh, yeah. The, the peninsula. Sides, yeah. He did a road trip through there and Cabo he camped. And, and yeah, it looked awesome. Oh, yeah. That, honestly, that was one of my bucket list things I want to rent to like an RV, a little mini yeah. thing and drive from Alaska all the way down to oh, the wow. tip of Chile. Have, have you been to Alaska? I have. You've been everywhere. I, I have three states in the U.S. still to visit. I've never been to Delaware. What's up, Delaware? I've never been <laughs> to for North you. Dakota or Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota's next to Montana, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I haven't been to Idaho or Wyoming. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> or Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Alaska. I keep I keep my travel inside the states. Inside the state. I think it's yeah. inside the state. <laughs> <laughs> inside Kansas. Yeah. And, or Missouri. I did go to the UK once and it was one of the best trips. Oh yeah. Of my where, life. where did you go? Went to London and went to Scotland. Mm-hmm. Take the train or did you fly? I flew to London and then flew to Scotland and then I drove up to the Highlands mm, oh. and stayed in a bed and breakfast yes, and stayed best. on Loch Ness, went out on the lock. Mm. I do a lot of paranormal yeah, vacations. Yeah, right. As so you I do. Had to, I had to go look so for Loch Ness Monster. So I should Monster. tell you all about Romania and like the- Have you been to Dracula's castle? Yes, I have. Tell me about that. I mean, it's kind of underwhelming, everybody. Really? <laughs> Sorry, tourist spoiler trap? I mean, okay. Are they trying to make it a tourist no, trap? No, it's really cool. So Dracula's castle is, you know, obviously Dracula is a mythical thing from a book. What? This Irish guy wrote a book. What are you, th- what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> it's a quote mythical. I'm just going to say air quotes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. 
He's not real? Um, he is a real person. Oh, yeah. Vlad. But Dracul is, anyway, I'm going to get nerdy on you right now, but like (laughs) there is a Romanian word for Dracul and it means like captain or uncle or something like that. And he was like a leader. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, mean, it's a great place. I mean, if I walked up on that castle at night in a wagon and it was like the middle ages or whatever year it was in the 1940s. I don't know, either way. (laughs) And it would be scary. Late 1980s. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But they did have like, torture devices that on display and stuff. So that's, that's kind weird. Of, I mean, it was old school shit. That's what they <laughs> did back then. I mean, we still we torture people still, right. let's be honest. <laughs> so that's cool. What other paranormal um, trips have you taken? Par- paranormal trips. <laughs> that wasn't a paranormal trip. I just happened to live in Bucharest. Uh, well, I mean, I've, I'm hiked to Machu Picchu. I did a five day trek on the Salkantai track. And how was that? Everyone wants to do that. Is it worth it? Going to Machu Picchu? Hills to the, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, I did the hike and I'm so glad I did it, but if you're not really into hiking, I mean, it's like five days in the wilderness and it's really beautiful. But if you want to go see more stuff of Peru, you might want to skip the multi-day hike is my recommendation. Can you, can I get us one of those segues? Can you get that up to Monster? I mean, you can go with all the old people up a bus (laughs) a bus, and then, and then you can walk around the site and then there's another site of mountain you have to climb after that. To get that shot. There's no way to get it that well, you don't, you don't have to go all the way up to oh. get the shot, but there they is- They charge people for that? Is there a guy like taking money there? Is like, yeah, that? you have to pay really? to get in. Yeah, really? it's like a, I mean, they have to limit the number of people who can go in every day. Oh yeah, I yeah, bet. You have to have like a permit. Cause it's not a very big area up there. It's not right? very big, but like, you know, humans like tra- tramping around on historical <laughs> stuff. that's like 2000 years old. <laughs> We're going to take our toll. <laughs> they probably frown on people eating- tacos up at the I top mean, of Machu Picchu. You know, I think you can smuggle food in. It's fine. Just you don't can. feed the llamas. There's llamas Yeah, there. there's llamas. Wow. Romping around on Machu Picchu. <laughs> it's great. So you've been to every continent <laughs> except for Antarctica. Correct. When yes. are you going to do Antarctica? I mean, it's going to happen, but I feel it's expensive. Dude, it's, it's expensive. This is like the lowest thing I've ever, lowest price experience I've ever seen is like six grand. Jeez. Because you got to get on a special ship and then, I don't know. What, it's if, like, what if you knew someone that had his own chopper? I mean, they, you still have to have like permits to get there. Okay. I mean, I know you're mocking me right now. <laughs> you guys should see his smile. His smile is hilarious because I'm like, is that a real question or are you mocking me right now? I'm not. <laughs> totally. That's cool. I'd like to go there too. I mean, but. it's cool. My, my, my good friend went and they said it was the best place they've ever been and they've traveled a lot. Don't sleep on Belton, Missouri, though. That's I mean, a, that's a wonderland. I feel like we need to go to Belton to get our like antique, you know, cold weather gear. Because I'm sure it's great. <laughs> for, for Antarctica. <laughs> I'm sure it works for Antarctica. You've worked on a ship on the ocean, right? Yes. How I, long were you out on the ocean? Well, it's a five-month trip. It's called Semester at Sea. and Just like the show on MTV? Oh, God. They love it when people break <laughs> that up because that was a really bad marketing decision. I th- Well, actually, it might have been great because it got people on the radar. It got but it painted it in a very negative challenge. light. Yeah. yeah. So they, I think they had a road rules a season yeah. on the ship. This is way back in the day, the oh, like yeah. 90s, I oh, think, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a little <laughs> different now. Now there's like, we want to focus. It's an academic experience, which it is. So I was a staff member on the ship back in 2008. Where, where'd you go? What um, oceans? Yeah, seas. so we started in uh, the Bahamas. Nice. That's where everybody met the ship. And then we sailed down south to Brazil. 
then crossed the Atlantic, went to Namibia and South Africa, then up through the Indian Ocean to India. Then then we started the Asia leg. So it was Malaysia, Malaysia, Vietnam, China, wow. Japan, and then across the Pacific, refueled in Hawaii, and then oh to Costa gosh. Rica, through the Panama Canal, back up to Miami, Florida. Wow. Yeah, circumnavigated the whole globe in five months. Oh my goodness. Which actually you can do it way faster than that these days, but we had to take our time. It's a semester experience. That's cool. Yeah. So what's the uh, pirate situation like out there? I mean, there? that's why nowadays they still have to like change their route quite often because that's different nuts. sections, you know, they used to go through the, um, the Mediterranean and sort of the Northern side of Africa and the Suez Canal and stuff. And yeah, I mean that they had some issues um, with that Northern Indian Oceans area Crazy. with pirates and stuff, but they've avoided that, I think. So you did a list of yeah. <laughs> the top five or top four places to see right. and travel to before you die yeah. for me for the show. Yeah. What's on your list? Okay. What should everyone do or get a chance when they get a chance to? So caveat, I'm going to cheat a little bit. So okay. I'm making an assumption that most people want to and or will or have visited places like London, Paris, Rome, Barcelona, like your classic kind You'd of- You'd recommend all of those? I recommend every single one of them with no exception. I just- you know, they're kind of like, yeah, duh. I don't know. <laughs> but I would say places that may not be on people's bucket list or there might be intimidated to go, I would say you have to go before you die. The number one, and these are in order of put them on your bucket list, is okay. India. Okay. Everyone must go to India before they die. It is an incredible place. It has everything. I don't know if you want me to describe why on all oh, these, yeah. but okay. India is one of those places that it will smack you over the head with all of your senses being just completely overloaded from everything you can see, smell, touch, you know, all Did of you it. do the train ride? I, the train India? ride? The, yeah. The, the Darjeeling Limited? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never, I never, I oh. have taken the train, but not that one. Okay. Yeah, I skipped that one. How was the train? Good? Uh, it was fine. I mean, it's, it's kind of what you expect, you know, but it wasn't like, it was only like a two hour trip, but okay. it's, it's just great. It has everything. It has everything that's super modern. It has what you kind of would expect in being a little more old school. It's got beaches, it's got mountains, it's got the historical stuff. The food is amazing. And mostly I like, I have friends there. I've traveled with friends there. It's just an amazing place. To you visit. probably have friends in all of these countries, correct? I, I have friends <laughs> in a lot of places. I wouldn't say all of the countries, but I definitely have people I can, I can call on that's in a cool. lot of places around the world that's for great. sure. Yeah. That's why I'm like, when, back in Kansas City, I'm just like, so like, I have friends here for sure, but I mean, my people are all over the world. Right. And now I need my Kansas City people. So call me if you want to be a friend. Um, yeah. What's, uh, what's number, number two? two? Okay, number two, South Africa. It's also an incredibly interesting place, beautiful place. Obviously it's got the classic go see the animals, the safari stuff, but it's also just the history of it's really interesting. I'm kind of a nerd about history and like the evolution of a, of a culture. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like India and South Africa are places in our modern, in our lifetimes, they've all, they've both gone through amazing transformations politically, economically. And so it's just really interesting to see it happening in real life. I know, got way too serious for Taco Man over no, here. No, no, um, I was going <laughs> to say, have you ever surfed in any of these places? I have never surfed ever. I'm not a surfer. Because I hear there's some really good surfing in South Africa. There is, there yeah. is. There are also giant sharks yeah. and I'm yeah. scared of those. Yeah. But I do have friends who've done like the whole shark diving thing. They highly recommend it. I, I've kayaked with seals and there were definitely sharks around because seals, you know, right. are bait and uh, whales and stuff um, in, in uh, Namibia is actually, but yeah. I mean, 
but I'm not getting in the water <laughs> with those animals. No There's way. sharks in Australia for surfing too. Yeah, for sure. Be yep. careful. Yeah. Have, have you been to Australia? I have been to Australia. Yeah, a lot? <laughs> I've been once. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Would you recommend? Is that on your list? It's not. Well, I do recommend it, okay. but it's, I, I recommend everywhere. <laughs> everywhere has something to offer is something interesting. For the, um, the next one is Brazil. I have fun stories about Brazil, but it's, you know, you can go for like the beachy thing, of course, too, but um, it's got a lot of cool stuff. And then Colombia is my last. Columbia. Not my last, but my, we're going to talk about a wild card because now we got to talk about like, why do we want to travel? Because, yeah, know. why Why is Colombia? So when people always list? ask me like, what are your favorite places in the world. And I was like, well, why, what's your goal? Like, why do you want to go there? You want to chill on a beach? I got an answer for you. You want to go learn something cool? I got it. You want to eat the best food of your life? I got an answer for you. So it really depends. You said on, uh, I was listening to you on the Coastless podcast, Coastless KC, and you said some people will message you and say, oh, I really want to do what you do. And you say, well, here's the suggestion. Yeah. Where do you live? And you will shoot them suggestions yeah. of like trips and like yeah. what's going on in their yeah. area. Yeah. That's so awesome. I Bye. thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think, you know, at first when people do it, I would think, oh, that's so nice that you're following. You think I'm so great. Yay. But then after a while, I was like, wait a minute, do they not realize like you can, I mean, a lot of times it just built a drill down to people want to have adventure in their life. And it's like, you know, adventure doesn't have to be selling on your shit and traveling the world as a digital nomad. I mean, I've designed my life. That's a possibility for me, but other people have chosen a path that that's not a possibility and that's fine. But if you want some adventure, there's other ways to make that happen. And it might be just like going, if you've never been to the West bottoms of Kansas city, go explore, have a coffee, like walk around. If you've around, never like, been to Belton, just If you've never been to out. Belton, Missouri, get your ass there and see what they have to offer. Absolutely. And tell us all about it. What do you do? Tag us on Instagram. <laughs> I was going to ask you about food. So would you say the best food you've had is India? Oh, well, Overseas? God. No. I mean, yes. Yes. Okay. But also like my top three countries to go eat in yeah. are India, Spain, Japan. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's, oh. what's Spain got? Spain is just like the hum, like the meats and the meats. <laughs> <laughs> And the paella and the meats. Like, it's just, if you're a vegan, I'm sorry right now. But uh, yeah, it's, I love the food. I mean, I know a lot of people who are like not fans, um, but like the tapas scene and just, it's, it's lovely. I've had a lot of fun. And I, I feel like all the places that I have a, an emotional attachment to, I will tell you everything is wonderful about these places, even their food, <laughs> even if the food isn't the best, but Spain. I could eat all day. What are some of your favorite overseas so customs? In Japan, they eat sushi for breakfast and I'm so for it. So oh, I, yeah. I need, we need a breakfast sushi place in Kansas City. I would say that's what's one thing Kansas City is lacking that's is breakfast sushi idea. place. Yeah. Um, and then the other pl thing is that people are very familiar with the concept of tapas. And we have our like fufu tapas places here. But in Spain, if you go to like more local establishments, not like high-end restaurants during the tapas hour, which is like happy hour or late afternoon, is you can order a tiny little cup of beer, like half of a half pint, like a tiny glass of beer. And they will bring out mounds of free food. So you can get, you know, no potatoes and, and fries and I don't know, meats and cheeses and all these things. And it's free. They don't charge you more for it. It just comes with your beer. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. It's amazing. No wonder that's your favorite I mean, place to visit. <laughs> I'm, I'm like an 18 year old college student at heart. I'm like free food. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to start eating sushi for breakfast. I think. I mean, your life is going to change. Yeah. It's going to be great. 
hot. This, yeah. That's a great start to the day. Yeah. <laughs> Every week on the show here, we like to check the taco ticker, and that's checking the taco news stories of the week oh, that God. are burning up the street. Okay. You want to check the taco ticker <laughs> yeah. with me? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> taco ticker story number one. Guy Fieri oh, or God. Fieri. His new power and light taco place, Guy's Dive and Taco Joint, is opening on February 21st in the former Cleaver and Cork location. Are you pretty pumped about this? How do you feel? Uh, How How are you preparing yourself? You know... Um, I feel like I shouldn't say anything bad because I want to be like politically correct and not burn any bridges. Cause you know, guy, come on my podcast, but well, let me tell you a little bit about it. I don't it know first. that I think of him as a taco kind of, you well, know, thought total, leader. He's a total taco guy. Really? Oh yeah. Really? Here we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it will have an American roadhouse decor. Oh God. <laughs> it's influenced by the thousands of locally legendary restaurants, bars, and all around dives. Fieri has visited over the years. It includes a new pergola for the patio and vegetable. I always love a new pergola <laughs> on my patio you and know, vegetable. You haven't lived till you had a <laughs> pergola in your life. <laughs> In a statement, Fieri, chef, restaurateur, host of Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and New York Times bestselling author, said he has dreamed of opening a joint in Kansas City since he first started competing in the American Royal 15 years ago. Oh, okay. So is it going to have like a barbecue slant taco thing? It's like tacos, I guess. <laughs> and, well, and okay, I'm going to give it a chance. I am okay. open. I, I welcome all people, all cultures into my world. So I will obviously go check it out. Oh, and, here it says uh, it will feature signature tacos, Mexican classics, Al Pastor tacos, Boulevard ginger grapefruit glazed pork tacos, uh-huh. Achiote chicken tacos, mm-hmm. slow braised and burracho sauce. Am I don't I know what any of, of those right? words mean, really. I think but, they're um, made up Guy Fieri words. <laughs> Pico de Gallo. I know um, what that is. <laughs> it will also have signature margaritas, such as the roasted Hawaiian, along with a Brave at Heart shot selection, such as the Kansas Prairie Fire. No. Tequila with a hot sauce pellet that sinks to the bottom. I'm against shots in general. No shots. I, all of my worst nights of my life started with... Yeah. Somebody going shots yep. and me saying, sure. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I'm going to say hard pass on the shots. What Unless if, you ask me after a couple of margaritas, I'll probably say, yeah. <laughs> would you do one with hot sauce in it? Uh, yeah, that's probably the only way I would like the shot to <laughs> okay. be fair. All right. Actually, cool. the best shot to do if you're forced is called a pickleback. Have you ever heard of a pickleback? No, what's that? It's a shot of bad bourbon or bad whiskey. It's got to be bad. Like can't be your like good simple yeah. stuff. And then you chase it with a shot of pickle juice. Okay. And you don't even taste the shitty bourbon or the shitty whiskey, <laughs> nice. but you get the effect. What is it named after the band Nickelback? <laughs> or was Nickelback named after Pickleback, Maybe. the shot? I don't know. I feel like Picklebacks are cooler than Nickelback, so let's not oh, associate okay. the two. All right. Okay, here we go. Taco ticker story number two. All right, let's hear it. I picked this for you being on the show. Taco Bell's first Thailand outlet to serve spicy fare and local beer. The U.S. fast food giant Taco Bell is opening its first outlet in Thailand, continuing the Yum! Brands chain Asian expansion, offering adapted menu items and local beer in Bangkok. Okay. So this makes a lot of sense because if you aren't aware, KFC is huge in Asia. Monster. Massive. Yeah. It's bigger everywhere. than McDonald's, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. everywhere. And so don't they like domestically here in the U.S., like Taco Tico and KFC, like 
there's like joint ones, like they, they're next to each they other. They do Taco Bell and KFC because they're both owned by Yum Brands. Right, yeah. right. Wait, and you said Taco Bell, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it makes yeah. sense that they would start like oh, expanding yeah. in places yep. where KFC is big, but I'll be interested to see like how they adjust the menu because KFC does have to adjust the menu quite a bit. KFCs are everywhere. Isn't, like you get chicken feet in, in really? most Asian countries at, at, at KFC. KFC. Yeah. Ooh. It's not talk, wrapped in a talk. No, okay. Do you ever um, eat at those places when you go? Uh, you know, I have, but only when like I would like meet local people and they would be like, choose the joint. And they're like, we're taking you to KFC. Are you impressed? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure. Why? It's fine. Did you hear about the chicken shortage in the UK for KFCs and everybody freaked out? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like a big thing. Well, it seems like a silly thing to freak out about. <laughs> I'm going to judge them a little. Like, don't you get they have other issues with Brexit and stuff going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> you were involved in some of the Brexit protests, weren't you? <laughs> According no, to your Instagram. No, no, I walked, just by, walked by them. Okay. like the 10 protesters there and kind of judged them a little. I was like, come on, people, if you're going to protest, like show up. There weren't any like burning any Teresa May and effigy. No, or no, like effigies that. were being burned at okay. that moment. I was okay. there. It may okay. have happened, you know, five later. minutes later. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Well, it says here that the fast food chains, uh, new Bangkok outlet opened last Thursday and will introduce new items with local flavors, including extra spicy sauce to compete with the quick service higher end Mexican restaurants in the city center. It will also serve Thai beer brands Singha and Chang as yeah. well as Philippines beer San Miguel yeah. Light. That's right. I, all of those beers you have to drink when you go to Asia. So it sounds about right. Have you been to Thailand? Do you yes. have any good Thailand stories? Oh, Thailand stories? I got my first tattoo in Thailand. There you go. There you go. <laughs> What's the tattoo of? I will show you. Here you go. It's right there. Whoa. It's on my left forearm, cool. everybody. To my mother's <laughs> dismay. <laughs> what is it? Words? Um, it, it is. It is in Thai. It's oh, a, cool. It's a traditional Buddhist blessing. Nice. It's called a five lines blessing. It's cool. And it's different things that are important to me. Yeah. That's cool. And I got it on my left forearm because my badass grandpa was like kind of a fighter and like he was a badass in rural Kansas when, you know, he was coming up, God rest his soul. But uh, he had this tattoo on his left forearm that he got about a year after he and my grandmother got married and my grandmother did not like it. He rolled in drunk with his brand new tattoo and it was of this like pinup doll kind of woman with my grandmother's name on it. Like <laughs> she was pissed. So she, he was still drunk. She marched him back over because it's tiny town to the guy who gave him the tattoo because there's only like one guy that does tattoos and he had made him fill in the thing that had her name on it. So oh. yeah. And uh, so I got that as a little homage to my grandpa Our, on my left uh, arm. Our grandpas are kindred spirits. Yeah. My grandpa Maybe they were friends. was a Kansas farmer. Uh-huh. He got a tattoo on his forearm yeah. when he was probably had too many beers yeah. in World War II. He came home and it's of a skull with flaming eyes. <laughs> I mean, to see that and much it, of a badass. And that is not my grandpa yeah. was a gentle <laughs> farmer, but he had oh. a flaming skull. So growing up, I was like, man, grandpa, what's yeah, that skull? What's yeah. So I've always wanted to get a matching tattoo yeah. of that. I mean, you I will should. It's just a little, it's like a little. Grandpa. That's awesome. Yeah. Or I might get a pinup girl. I mean, the pinup girl was pretty badass. <laughs> I, the funny, the extra funny part of that story is that my mom is not a fan of tattoos. Still, even now, not a fan. And I have another one that I got in Portugal in uh, August that is a whole other story. But um, I wasn't sure if my tetanus was up to date when I was oh, traveling in Thailand. Yeah. I was in Asia for about three months. And uh -huh. my mom kind of had all my medical records just in case kind of stuff. And so I 
messaged her and I was like, mom, just out of curiosity, we look at my immunization records. Is my, when was the last time I got tetanus? She's like, oh, it looks like you've got another year or something on it. She didn't question it. Didn't ask me like why I was asking. And then I got home, you know, a few months later and I was like, look what I got. She's like, what? I was like, remember when I asked you about the tetanus? So yeah, that's my mama. She was like, no, I did not facilitate this. Man. <laughs> oh, but it was also, it's a bamboo second tattoo where they tap it into your skin. Oh, yeah. wow. So no machines were used. They're just like- That's tap, pretty tap, cool. Tap, tap. Was it different than your other one? Yeah. And I'd never had the machine, yeah. whatever driven one before. And I thought, oh, there's, this one was going to be way, I guess I have another one of my other arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm all about the arms, but uh, <laughs> it didn't hurt nearly as much as the, uh, the bamboo one. So it says here that Taco Bell is expanding not only to Thailand, <laughs> but also to China. Oh. Or they, they expanded to China in 2016 and they've signed a deal to expand to New Zealand and Australia. Nice. Do you think Taco Bell is going to do good overseas as good as KFC? In my experience, especially in Asia, like fast food brands, they do really well. There's like okay. a, you know, an association to them being like, because they're more expensive. Like most people can't afford it. Like even yeah. though we think of fast food as like super cheap, it is still super cheap, but people income levels are way lower. Right. So being able to go to KFC is kind of a big deal or a Pizza Hut or right. a Taco Tico. So sorry, I got the real serious again. on <laughs> he just He's like, this is the worst podcast <laughs> guest ever. She's getting all serious with me all the time. No, I'm glad we can talk yeah, about yeah, um, yeah. The but, inequities um, of Australia the though and New Zealand. I will be interesting to see if it's successful there. I, I don't know enough about that. I've only, I've never been to New Zealand. There you go. Never been. What? I know. It's on the list. I might be going in July. It's it's up in the air. Papua New Guinea. I have never been to Papua New Guinea, <laughs> but it's on the list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we had a guy named Randy Nadler who would visit our schools and always show us pictures of all of his trips. <laughs> and that's the one I remember right, the most. Right, right. Well, so what was interesting about Papua New Guinea that you really <laughs> like just hung with you? Uh -huh. Oh, just the name. The name. Okay. Yeah. Like there were animal, cool animals he showed you? No, or? no just the name. I just really like yeah. that name. So um, is it on your list? Oh, it's on my list for sure. Okay. Right. After I get to Belton, yeah, gotta check out Belton Belgium. first. <laughs> Every uh, time you say it, I think you're just gonna say Belgium. <laughs> it's after Belton. I get to Belton. Belgium, he also went to the pyramids in Egypt and he took a picture of King Tut's face and scared all the little kids because he took like a close up <laughs> a of close King up. Tut's face. <laughs> and he's like, Why don't you see this next one, kids? And he went click, click. And oh, it was like, like a ah! scary, melted King Tut face. face yeah. And That's all rough. the kids screamed and right. cried. And he's That's like, awesome. oops, sorry Wait, about what, that. Where, what school was this? Just a Morse Elementary School in Orland <laughs> Park, Kansas. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, bringing the culture. Yeah. Bringing the world uh, yeah. to, we, to Kansas. Everyone looked forward to Randy Nadler's visits. I love it. And he's like, and I always end my trip with pictures of the sunset. And he would always take a picture uh, of the sunset. I feel like I need to get into this Randy Nadler business. I need to start you my own, the like new the new Dorothy version of that. You should. But I need scarier photos, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, look. I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, look, it's Dracula's face. Yeah. Hey, it's, look. it's every person Dracula has killed. And you're like, hey, look, kids torture devices yeah. at Dracula's castle. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I got one more taco ticker story. So we're recording this a little bit before <laughs> Valentine's Day. Do you have any Valentine's Day plans? I think I'm going to Knuckleheads. Oh, what's going on there? I don't know. Music. music? <laughs> My okay. friends are music heads and so they invited me. It's going to be great. Would you say it is a Galentine's Day party? No, there's going to be bros there too. Okay. Bros and girls. Yeah. So this question is about Galentine's Day, which... I don't really like saying that, but it just sounds weird. Are you having trouble finding it? I'm having trouble finding it. Um, do you celebrate? Have I, you ever celebrated Galentine's Day? Have I ever? Day? I don't think I knowingly 
celebrated Valentine's Day, but I've definitely like didn't have a, a dude to take me out on Valentine's okay. Day. So I hung out with girlfriends. Okay. It was sort of a de facto, like, let's go, let's go rage. Okay. <laughs> this is before that. It's media before Hallmark got a hold, got a hold of, of it. it right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So Taco Bell is another Taco Bell Jeez, story. Taco Bell is dominating your Google <laughs> alerts over here. <laughs> TacoBell.com is offering party tips for girls wanting to celebrate Valentine's Day. They're giving tips how to throw a Valentine's Day party with Taco Bell. I have a really, really bad joke, but I'm not saying it. It's inappropriate (laughs) in all the ways. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. Uh, It says here, if you go to their website, you click on the Valentine's Day party banner and you sign up for it, Taco Bell will treat you, they say to start your Valentine's Day party with... Taco Bell fire tortilla chips as an appetizer. This is if you're putting, uh, throwing your own Valentine's okay, Day party. All right. Order a taco party pack and then they give you your own Taco Bell tableware. I'm going to pull it up right now. <laughs> We're just going to just do it. They will give you props for your DIY photo booth and wacky sunglasses. And they will even give you your own party mix. They give you a ultimate Valentine's Day party list featuring such hits as You're Better Than Ever by Illuminati. Hotties. Are you a fan of them? I, I don't know much about music. I mean, <laughs> I know music, but like, I don't know bands. And I'm also horrible. Dana Catherine Scully, the song Dana Catherine Scully by the band Taco Cat. Sounds do you, great. Do you, ce- I, do you celebrate all of Taco Cat's music? I, I've never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm losing all the points with the, with the younger set right now, but I'm just going to say right now, are they like actually like giving you anything or do you have to you have to buy stuff you have from to them buy it. Yeah, yeah that's kind of lame well um they give you a, a cookie can a cookie stamp set to bake and decorate crunchy taco and hot sauce packet shaped cookies with your girls oh this sounds like a great Valentine's valentine's day. day plans there you go there we go there it is shop now I love it. Well, um, do you think that's something that you might do after you go to knuckleheads? Probably not. Cause I probably <laughs> have a few picklebacks. And it oh, would, yeah. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would do it. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I think it's great that they're like supporting women, supporting women or okay. something, but it seems a little cheesy. I think it's time that Taco um, this Bell is my started judgment. supporting women. I mean, it's just my judgment face on anybody who actually participates in the Taco Bell Galatides <laughs> thing. Is that mean? No, <laughs> I, I was not a fan of that. I was like, come on, Taco Bell. I don't have a date. At least give me a free taco. Yeah. Just give out free tacos on, on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for checking the taco ticker with yeah, me. Yeah, that I was fun. That. I mean, was. I'm shocked by how much taco news there There's is in so the world. so much taco news. I mean, did you have to vet those stories or are those the three stories? I called a lot of different media outlets <laughs> to make sure they were real. These were really verified. happening. Yeah, verified. Verified. I, had, I do my due diligence. <laughs> so Now my goal is when I go to Asia again, I have to hit up a Taco Bell. And you got it. Just yeah. to see like Take what the, what do they do? What do they do in the can, menu? Yeah. Tweet them to me. I, I need to have that that yeah. uh, coverage because you know when you go to McDonald's in India you, you, there's a vegetarian burgers no way no way that sounds bad I mean I don't it's think McDonald's sounds- <laughs> isn't it starting is bad yeah I had McDonald's in Scotland and it was okay but yeah. it tasted a little weird uh, I went to apparently to the fanciest McDonald's in the world in Porto Portugal Papua New Guinea <laughs> close <laughs> okay. very close okay. yeah 
So was it super fancy? It's super fancy because it was like one of their classic old cafes where like the the aristocrats used to go before, oh, you know, wow. shit hit the fan with the communists, but it closed down. It was closed for like 30 years and then McDonald's got the lease for it and oh, people cool. protested. Like they were out in the streets in not like a Brexit protest with 10 people. <laughs> we're talking thousands of people, the streets of Porto protesting McDonald's. So Whoa. the new lease agreement said that they couldn't change the look and feel of it. And so it's beautiful inside. It's like got these chandeliers That's and awesome. all this awesome take some art. Pics? Somewhere, I don't think I've posted them on okay. on on the public web. But I always I got like all to see photos. foreign fast food places. So. Yeah, I forgot to ask you this: Have you ever participated in a uh, in a revolution anywhere in, in any um, of these countries you've ever been in? Have I participated in a revolution? I have been involved in various protests for nice. sure. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever thrown a brick? I have never thrown a brick. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We'll be right back after this break. Hey folks, Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster Children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. This is the time of the show called Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town the tacos are in, Kansas City, mm -hmm. and I let you pull some topics from the Kansas City Cup, and we discuss the topic you pull out. Got it. Would you like to play Town of the Taco? Let's do it. Wait, uh, what if I said no? What would you do then? I'll just put the, I'll put the cup away. <laughs> No, let's do okay, it. All right. Here we go. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. Mm. Pulling one? Let's what see. you got there? You got most underrated or hidden KC attraction. Oh, nice. Oh, I feel like I'm still relearning Kansas City, but. Have you ever lived in Kansas City before this year? Or I you lived here lived? for two years. So I did learn a lot, but even the 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 year and a half I was away, I remember I kept a collection on Instagram of all the new places I wanted to see because all these new things were happening. I will say something that happened, again, it was new to me, but I feel like other people are gonna be like, yeah, duh, we know about it. I went to Tiki Cat for the first time yeah. and it opened before I left to travel, but I just never made it there. And I honestly had never been to a real Tiki bar. I just thought, oh, that sounds really cheesy. It's awesome. It's so cool. You have to go. Yeah. If you haven't been best. to Tiki Cat in Westport, Make it happen. We it's had so our great. Taco the Town holiday party at Tiki Cat. I, I listened to that episode. <laughs> it was yes, so it was fun. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That place is great. And if you've never been to another Tiki bar, it's so accurate to the West Coast Tiki bars. And it smells like the West Coast Tiki yeah. bars. Like it smells like it's been there for a while. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. It's got that musty it. Tiki Cat yeah. or Tiki bar smell. So Yeah. Well, can I can I put out more of like a, a place? I don't know where it is, but yeah. it's a memory from my childhood. Sure. So growing up in rural Kansas, every 
year we'd go on one quote vacation and it was spending two days in Kansas City. Oh, cool. And we would go to the plaza, of course. And my mom used to always take me to this place where we'd have burgers and it was downstairs somewhere in the plaza. In my mind, it's in a downstairs thing. Tiny little place, like a bar restaurant thing. And we'd have burgers there. My mom would have like a her Cuba Libre and a burger with us, me and my brother. And I don't know if it's a, I did not make it up. It's a thing, but I don't know what it is or where it is. In was the it plaza. Tom Fooleries? I don't Cause think that's a downstairs. so, but it was super little. I've been to Tom Fooleries no, wasn't it? and it's big, but this place was little. It felt like it was what kind year of secret. Was it? Oh my God. They were talking late eighties, okay. early nineties. Yeah. So it's I been mean, a it's, hot minute. Plaza's changed so yeah, much. Yeah. Anyway, if anybody is like an old school plaza person and you're like, what was I remember place? that place, please tell me. Cause it's embedded it in my downstairs memory. Downstairs burgers. I think it's called downstairs <laughs> burgers where Brooke ate. I think is the name of it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. place oh, is. And I think, well, again, I feel like uh, it's not a taco place. But another place I think a lot of people don't go to is LC's for barbecue. Mm, um, it's so good, but it's off the beaten path. It definitely looks a little sketch, but it's so good. It's it, the best. I mean, it's your feet stick to the floor. It's amazing. God, I love and it. That, the oven's right. Or the, oh yeah. my God, you can see the yeah. meat dripping into right. the beans. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry. I just it changed is. this to a BBQ. Uh, oh no. We yeah. always talk about LC's as being one of the best in town. Yeah, we love yeah. LC's. Let's have you pull another topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Favorite Casey historical figure? Oh my there gosh, go. does Paul Rudd count? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, not so much. Um, I'm talking pre-1979. Uh, pre-1979, I would have to say my grandma, born your, and your, raised in Kansas City. She's a famous... One of my grandmothers was. She's Italian, grew up in Columbus Park. No um, way. Yeah, went to Southeast High School. Right, South, yeah, something like that. Nice. And uh, shopped at City Market for, yeah, all the things. What's What was her name? Her name is, well, Anna Junta back then. Uh-huh. And... Uh, yeah. So she lived here her whole life? Lived her whole life until um, she got married, I think like at 20, 19, something, you know, young. And then my grandfather got a job in Southeast Kansas. That's oh. why they went down there. My cool. dad was like, no, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how old, but my dad lived here for like four years. Yeah. And she, uh, she's a famous Kansas City historical yeah, figure. She, you didn't, it doesn't say... Famous. This is favorite. Oh, favorite. <laughs> okay. so, but famous, why? I mean, I feel like I need to learn more, but I feel like the the whole story around, it's sort of a twofer, but like Truman, the Pentergast sort of era, yeah. era that story is very fascinating to right. me. I actually want to learn more about it. Have you had a Kansas City historian on the show yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think so. you need to. I think uh, you really, I, I, would, I would listen to that episode. Okay. All can right. I be on that episode so I can uh, ask sure. all the questions? <laughs> I mean, they got to they got to also like tacos. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they should also know a little bit about the history of tacos. Right. So it's a Kansas twofer. City. A twofer, yeah. I would I would have a Kansas City food historian on. Yeah. That would be absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I did read the Kansas city food history book. There is one oh. at the library and it was great. At it told, the library. Uh, yeah. I hang out at the library a lot. I know. They talk about Manny's, you know, the uh-huh, Manny yeah. Lopez, um, being the first Mexican restaurant in Kansas city. Really? And then they talk about this guy who was known as the tamale man. Yeah, I it's, love a, it. it's a good book. I love it. Okay. I want to read this book yeah, now. I should have that guy on. 
Yeah, hey, that's fine, Kansas that guy. City food history book guy, come on, talk about the town. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to do? Uh, Let's do one more. Uh, okay, one yeah, more. Right. Yeah. I don't what, know. What it's your show. Do we Let's time? do it. Maybe I'll have a better answer this time. How do you describe KC to someone who has never been here? Highly underrated. That's what go. I tell people all over the world. I love this city. It definitely has its issues. There, you know, there's always something about any place where you're like, I wish it could be better. But Kansas we, we City just no has- We have no Taco Ticos. We have no White Castles here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are the hard hitting things I that mean, are wrong with the city. Honestly, yeah. that's awful. But I think it's a friendly down home kind of place that has anything you'd ever really want. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, so people are, you, you were saying on that other podcast that, you know, traveling abroad, they think you are uh, from the coast, but you are, you know, they're like, they've never met someone from Kansas before. Yeah. I mean, and they're well, confused. They're well, like, I Kansas. think people just like, they know the places they've heard of. You know, when I say like, oh, I'm from Kansas, even when I was traveling with a friend, you know, she would say she's from Texas. People were like, oh yeah. I say Kansas. They'd be like, wait, what? And I'm okay. like, it's in the middle. And you then know? they say Wizard of Oz stuff. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. always get the classic, like, you're not in Kansas anymore if they know Wizard of Oz. Abroad, right. it's less likely. Yeah. Domestically, yeah. yeah. When I went to school in Boston, they were all, ooh, tacos are arriving. Oh, um, yeah, we got some tacos here. These look great. These look real good. All right, yeah, so our tacos have just arrived. Let's, uh, what do you say? Let's put these tacos to the test. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we've got our tacos here now. Brooke, what did you order? Okay, so we struck out on the jackfruit. Yeah, they were out of the jackfruit tacos, which is a bummer. But, but I did something kind of traditional. did the carnitas. It's got fire-grilled pineapple on it, onion, cilantro, chimichurri sauce, which is... And something called cotija, but neither of us know what that is. Cotija. Cotija. What's cotija? Oh, feta. It's, it's like a cheese. It's like okay. a feta cheese. Sweet, okay. sweet. Thank you. <laughs> and then I then I went a little rogue and did something a little different. It's called the lengua, which is actually beef tongue. It's got salsa, onion, cilantro, lengua, right? avocado. Yeah. So. Ooh, nice avocado. Yeah, I mean it. It looks like beef, so. Yeah. All right, you just had a taste. What? It's what legit. Do you think? The I mean, tongue is legit. <laughs> I like tongue. Do you like tongue? Uh, yeah. It's just not something we see it. You go, yeah, give me some tongue. Uh, I'm all tongue usually. <laughs> I mean, wait, are we talking about, what are we talking about? The tacos right now? Oh, I love it. When I go to Belton, I just go to the best tongue restaurant they have. I bet they have good tongue out in Belton. They do. Uh. Yeah, they do. Oh. Um, what do you get? I got the haddock, the fried haddock. Do you know the origin of the fried haddock? At Tribe. It's from Baja, Mexico. Oh, all right. And then I also got the chicken mole. Okay. And that has braised chicken, fire roasted corn, onion, cilantro, avocado, and it also contains nuts. So I'm not a huge mole person. Really? So I never order it because I had one bad experience with it. And oh, what happened? I don't know. It just, it didn't taste good. I thought maybe <laughs> it was like, a horrible, I, I mean, it was traumatizing. Let me tell you. your nose or something. <laughs> Uh, no, it just like, I just thought it was weird tasting. Okay. Cause isn't it made with like chocolate? Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I'm you not don't... a huge chocolate fan either. So did you have a bad chocolate experience? No, I just like, God, if I'm going to eat like sweets, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be chocolate. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell All you. Right. I, I like really bad candy, like starbursts and okay. Skittles. You like I, mean, the I really have a very refined palate candies. over here. Yeah. What about lemon heads? No, no. They're uh, too gummy sour. Gummy worms, gummy bears. Gum, love me some gummy worms and okay. gummy bears. Oh, <laughs> God. After peanuts? this, can we go for a gummy? 
Do you like circus peanuts? I mean, who doesn't love circus <laughs> peanuts? Jeez. But I do hate peanut butter. Okay. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Oh, wow. I know. So Reese's peanut butter cups Ugh. are like the worst mm, for gross. you. Gross. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are we doing here? Um, are we yeah, just a bite? tell me what, which one you're going to have first. I'm going to try the lingua first. I'm going to put a little lime on both of these. I love it. There's All no right. salsa on these, but um, yeah. I'm going to put some lime. These are these are very traditional, yeah. I would say. I, they have the flimsy, you know, corn. Not, not corn. These are, are corn, corn, correct? Corn yeah. tortillas. Corn. So they're definitely going to fall out from underneath us. <laughs> I love that you're doing this with one handed. That's impressive. You got to do it. Yeah. Got to have the mic in the other hand. Yeah. So this is the, um, this is the chicken mole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we yeah, go. How was your lingua? It's really good. It's not very uh, tonguey, if you know what I really? mean. Really? Yeah. It doesn't have any tongue. It doesn't have it. that tongue. It's not overshadowed by tongue. <laughs> it's got a little spice to it. That's nice. Yeah. How's uh, the this, mole? This has got some spice to it too. Very good. Hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. I recommend you would not like this because it does taste super chocolatey. A little chocolatey. chocolatey. A little chocolatey. But I not, mean, there's, no, there's no tongue taste to my chicken mole either. So is mole actually a Mexican thing or is it like a, a bastardized kind of I think thing? it's real. It says Oaxaca on here, but I'm like, really? Really? Oh, is that how you say that? Yeah, is how you say Oaxaca. <laughs> O-A-X-A-C-A, -A yeah. I forgot to ask you how many languages do you uh, speak? One. Really? English. Yeah, English. In all your travels? Well, I mean, I can... Do you carry a little book around? I, I studied French formally. I studied French, Mandarin, Spanish, and Arabic. And I'm shit at all of them. Uh, there was a time when I was much, much better at French, for instance. I studied it quite a while. I went to France to study French and all the things. It's been a long time. It's been almost two decades since that was like a thing for me. So if you don't use it, you lose it. And I lived in China for um, about a year and my Mandarin was meh, but it's really hard. Yeah. It was much better than it is now. I bet. But, that is uh, a tough one. But yeah, I'm just kind of like, I know a little bit of a few, but not anything really to like write home about. I remember in uh, French class, je m'appelle David. David, yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to say that this chicken mole is delicious. Mm -hmm. It's very, very good. I'm going to try the haddock now. Yeah, I'm going to say the, um, don't be afraid of the lingua. Yeah. The tongue is great. <laughs> and and it's not any, it's not very tonguey. It's right? not very like a gamey kind of weird flavor, you know. Like liver has that like weird nasty taste. And it doesn't taste. <laughs> doesn't, like it doesn't okay. taste nasty. Okay. It tastes good. Yeah. All right, you're going in. Yeah, I'm going in on the. I'm gonna try this haddock. All right, I'm gonna try the carnitas. Which honestly, it's hard to screw up carnitas. So we'll see how it goes. Hmm. What do you say? Nice. Like it better? Worse? Mm, no. I feel like I definitely like the lingua better, but um. This is interesting. I feel like the cheese, the cotija cheese, and the pineapple are like, they kind of overshadow the, the carnitas, the pork, okay. a little bit. What about you? Do you like pineapple in your tacos? I mean, I'm not a typically like a pineapple added to my food thing, like a Hawaiian uh, pizza situation. Yeah. I judge you immediately. Yeah. But <laughs> Don't put pineapple on my pizza. So it is, but I like, I make like a mean mango salsa. Okay. Really spicy, but it's got the sweetness. So I like that concept, but I feel like it's actually the cheese and the pineapple combo. That's kind of different. Okay. Not bad. Different. The one thing I like about these tacos is the red onion on them. Oh yeah. Are you a fan of that? Oh yeah. Totally love that. I almost thought it was like ginger, but it, they're just pickled onions are great. Oh, 
really good. Haddock's good. I think I like the first taco better, but um, yeah, this is both. this is a little bigger than the other taco too. <laughs> the fish is a lot bigger. It's good. Yeah. It's good. How's the breading on the battered fish there? Tasty. Tasty is good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's not spicy. The first one was a little spicier. Yeah, this doesn't have much spice to it at all. The carnitas doesn't. And I'm, I like spice. I like one of those people where I like, uh, I want it to be almost painful. Right. Yeah. Like my Indian food's got to be like, and when I go to Indian restaurants, I'm like, I want it spicy. And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, no, for real. Give me the real stuff. <laughs> Do you hit up Indian buffets here in Kansas City? You stay away. Only no. when you're in India. I would say Indian buffets aren't necessarily a thing in India. <laughs> I don't. Okay. So fun story. When I was in college, I was super poor in Boston and I discovered Indian food there. A friend took me to this restaurant called the Taj Mahal. It's on Massachusetts Ave there in Boston. Uh, if you go to Boston, go there. It's amazing. But I would go there once a week on a Saturday for their buffet because it was $5.99, $5.99. All you could eat Indian buffet. It was amazing. Wow. And it's real good. Then I became friends with the owners, Gurjeet and Min, and they hosted my graduation party. Private <laughs> awesome. college graduation. It was great. It was really fun. We have a Taj Mahal here, don't we? Um, Indian place, 39th Street. Is it on 39th? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've been there. I've been to what's the one called um, in Westport? Korma Sutra. Yeah. What is the one in Westport? I don't know. Honestly, I don't have my go-to Indian place here yet. Okay. Not Still gonna looking. lie. I don't know. I just feel like I'm always like venturing out to uh, new things. So I feel like, honestly, in college, I ate my fill of Indian food. <laughs> I don't really deserve any more Indian food at this point. But yeah, if anybody's got their go-to Indian, let me know. Like the more, you know, because the thing is, is like, it's kind of like with Mexican food. It's like, just because you're from a place doesn't mean you're necessarily good at cooking your local, your hometown food. Oh, yeah. You know, so just right. because somebody is Indian doesn't mean they're necessarily good at cooking Indian. Yeah. Just like. I don't know. I'm right. not good at making, what do we make back in Southeast Kansas? Fried chicken? I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, where do you fall on the uh, Chicken Annie, Chicken Mary's debate? Chicken Annie's. Gerard. Chick chicken Annie's. You, do you even know what I'm talking about? Uh -uh. It's got to be, be the Chicken Annie's in Gerard. Oh, there's a Chicken Annie in Gerard. Yeah, there is. Right? And Just, it's, it's associated with the Chicken Annie's in Pittsburgh? You know, uh, I think Pittsburgh? they're technically different owners. Oh, okay. So there's Chicken Annie's and then there's Chicken Mary's. Yeah. Chicken Annie's Gerard all the way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, you guys got to get the German potato slaw and the German potato salad. Oh, our, um, revolutionary. Our, that was my requested meal when I got back after traveling the world for 16 months. I bet. I was like, I got to have chicken Annie's right away, <laughs> mama. Make it happen. Our football team would eat chicken Annie's before every football game in Pittsburgh. When Were you we guys when uh, we champions? Were you guys champions oh, yeah. as a result? Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, we'd, we'd have our championships. So uh -huh. whenever we'd play the Purple Dragons in Pittsburgh, <laughs> they would stop and eat at chicken Annie's before the game. Nice. So. Here on the show, we rate tacos one to five golden tacos, five okay. being the best. What would you give the tacos here at Tribe? Uh, I would say a three and a half. Three, Does that mean? 3.5 golden tacos? 3.5, yeah. 3.5 golden tacos. I don't know. The first one was great. The tongue, like, it was spicy. It was great. I would say the carnitas one was just kind of a weird mishmash of flavors. I'm not a, like a hyper foodie, so I'm like, maybe somebody come in here and be like, no, that was like the best thing in the world. But I don't know. It was just a little weird. So the, the carnitas brought it down because I would probably would have given it a solid four. Okay. Otherwise. I'm going, I really wish we would have had the jackfruit. I know. Also kind of losing points for just not having the food. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. You knew Taco the Town was yeah. going to be here. <laughs> yeah, I tribe. want your best Game taco day. cooks. 
available for this show. Um, have the ingredients, guys. Uh-huh. No, I would say I would say four point two out of five oh, golden okay. tacos. Um, what gave it the point the first, two push? The first one I really liked. Yeah, the first one was super delicious. Second one, I'm not a super big into fish tacos. Oh, okay, so. It was good, but yeah. I wouldn't order. I wouldn't normally order it. You wouldn't order it. Yeah, um, I would go. The um, chicken was great, though. Okay. And, so I, mole. and I like the mole, so. Okay. I'll try good. it next time. The mole and the and the, the jackfruit, if they have it. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to have the, can I have a little yeah, um, have chunk whatever of you lingua? Want. Do it all. I just want to try the lingua real quick. Yeah, it's good. I, I need well, to. Well, now I feel like I want to try the mole. So, I, I, oh, yeah. can I dig it in the mole? Mm-hmm. A little, little bite of that. See what I think. Oh, my gosh. It's really good. Yeah, I told you. Love that lingua. Oh, the mole. See? Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot of avocado on there too. No, it's good. I'm just yeah. going to give it legit. So, okay. If you come back, tongue, mole. Yeah, get the lingua happen. and get the mole yeah, chicken. Yeah. yeah. So, we liked our tacos tonight. Uh-huh. They were delicious. Yeah. So filled us up. We do a segment here on the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. Oh, I don't have a funny voice. You're going to you're gonna do one. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> so I'd like to have you read a bad review in a funny voice of Tribe. Would you like to do that for us? I will do my best. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. What does Beth say? So Beth M. says... I stopped in to eat at Tribe on a whim after getting my haircut next door. They had their happy hour going and weren't able to make anything on their dinner menu. So I had to resort to eating fries. I found them to be exceptionally mediocre. Two stars. Oh my goodness. Was that horrible? That just <laughs> sounded like the bitchiest human in the planet. <laughs> well, yeah. she was getting her hair done. Yeah. And they only had fries. I mean. Oh my gosh. I that mean, we a- did just nail them for not having jackfruit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so me and Beth are like right on. Uh, um, I'm going to do one. Okay. This is Kurt D. Kurt D in my best British accent. <laughs> a copied food, terrible combinations, <laughs> peanut butter, egg, cheddar, burger, question mark, question mark, question mark, with the bacon, a pancake taco, or they say taco over there, don't they? Taco, yeah. Taco. Okay, so the maple syrup drizzle makes sense. How does mangoes and cilantro on this? I will never come back. One star. He was kind of, he didn't write yeah, that. Yeah, he was totally Cockney. Yeah. That's a Cockney British accent. Yeah, he was from Kent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would, you, would you say? I would say he's from Canary Wharf. Yeah. Well, not the modern That's day Canary Wharf. That's what I was Wharf. going for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> he was confused about the maple syrup drizzle. Maple syrup on a breakfast Pancake taco seems right to legit, me. but it has mango and cilantro on it too. Is that why he's confused? He was also confused by the peanut butter egg cheddar burger. I mean, I'm confused by that as well. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> you wouldn't like it. I would hate it. It's peanut butter. Yeah. Pan- oh, gosh, I wish that pancake taco was available. Doesn't I know. that sound good to you? We should have this in a morning thing. Too bad you have like a real big kid job. <laughs> yeah. Gotta come Bummer. back. Bummer. We could do a part two. Let's do a part tacos. two. Let's do it. Well, um, we disagreed. We thought the tacos were delicious. We we did want to have the jackfruit taco. But yeah, these were great. Anything yeah. you would uh, change or, or any last comments about the tacos here at Tribe? No, I mean, for me, I'm like always crank up the spice, like the hot, the heat. I'm I'm in. I'm all in on the hot. salsa that we could have yeah. added to yeah, 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 uh, yeah. maybe. Because yeah. there aren't. Because the, I don't know if it's the chimichurri sauce on the, the, 
The lingua oh, yeah. was the thing that was the spicy part, but even a little side of the chimichurri. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably could have saved the carnitas too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I think if you're on the streetcar and you're having a hankering for some tacos, um, stop on in tribe. It's uh, pretty delicious. Yeah. And hopefully they have the jackfruit. Yeah. If you want the jackfruit. Definitely. I'll be and coming back. Hopefully they have stuff on their menu and you don't have to just order fries like yeah. that one lady. Yeah. Cause her. I bet when she came in, there was nothing <laughs> else available on the menu. Not one other item other than fries. She came into a restaurant and they were like, we only have fries. Maybe they were just mad at her and they knew her and they're like, yeah. let's Maybe just tell like, her we, we don't want Beth to come back. So she'll go away. <laughs> Well, if you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on in Tribe. Next time you're down in the River Market, we'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here. Or Sasquatch, if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Just don't call me skunk ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is the time of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Don't BS me on this. Okay, got shoot it. straight. Oh, shoot straight. Question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Spicy. I need that spice. Yeah. That was what was missing from these tonight. Well, I mean, the the lingua had the spice. It was good. Okay. It was good. But uh, yeah, for me, I'm like, otherwise I just feel like it's kind of bland. So I, I'm equal opportunity on the meat. You can add the veggies and the cheese and all that fun stuff. Okay. But like, I want it to be spicy. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Ah, uh, this is going to be controversial, but I love me some hard shell tacos. I know they're not classic. Going back to your taco tico I mean, days. It, it is. It's, it's in my blood. The taco tico hard shell. But it's got to be soft shell at the bottom because all the grease. Right. <laughs> it gets soaked through. <laughs> it's horrible, you guys. So when you make tacos at home, you hard shell? Yeah, I cannot Did tell you, you the last time I made a taco at home. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it would be a hard shell. Okay. I know the answer to this. Hot or mild salsa? Oh, hot. Every day of the week. Mild okay. is... Why bother? Okay. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit of lime. Do you like to put some lime mm-hmm. on your taco? Like, okay. I like that little tanginess. Okay. Yeah. Are you pro cilantro or no cilantro? Oh, pro cilantro. People who don't like cilantro, they're like, I don't know. They don't have souls, I think. Yeah, <laughs> agree. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? I'm probably eating, well. Not peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> not peanut butter and chocolate. Maybe um, sushi or Indian, probably. Yeah. Some kind of Asian cuisine. I love Thai. I love, you know. What's your favorite Thai place in town? Do you have one? Oh, can I say th- something controversial? Yeah. So before I left Coco Thai, on Gra- I think it's on Grand. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I don't know. I went back once since I've been back and it was horrible. Really? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's just an off night or whatever, but... 
I was a little disappointed. So I'm looking for a new Thai place. Okay. Yeah. I got a recommendation. Uh, yeah. There's this place called the Thai place <laughs> on, uh, shut up. There is. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Okay. It's in Overland park. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Carlos though. I got to go all the way to no OP. Car? I'm Carlos in KC. I'm trying to go Carlos as long as possible. Okay. Yeah. Which is great. Ride the bus, ride the streetcar, taxi, So you're just Uber. kicking it on the streetcar pretty much. Yeah. Well, if I go further, afield, I'll do zip car. It's like a car sharing thing platform. You never heard of a zip car? No. You pay like $7 a month in your membership and then you basically rent cars by the hour. So it's like anywhere from eight to $10 an hour. It's awesome. Yeah. So if I need to do, do my Trader Joe's run or whatever, I hit up a zip car. That's cool. Yeah. You're my new hero. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, it's it's not feasible to live carless in this part of the world if you don't live in the, F- yeah. the downtown. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but I'm not do, against having a car. Do they just, rent Segways? Um, no. Because that's what I want. <laughs> well, and also like the whole bird and lime thing, but I'm really scared of it. And right now with the yeah. ice and I'm not adventurous when it comes with that yeah. stuff, but I'll try it yeah. when it thaws. That'd be yeah. bad. Yeah. Thai place. Check it out. Yeah, I will. Thai place. I feel like he's mocking me. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> no, I got to Google that. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we came to like some more trendy-ish kind of establishment, but yeah. I've been to several, you know, on... Southwest Parkway or Boulevard and KCK. Yeah. And you mentioned a few others I haven't been to yet. So I'm excited to try. Is there something taco wise that you'd like Kansas City to step its taco game up with? I would say like actual street tacos. Taco trucks? (laughs) Yeah. Well, taco taco truck or street stands. Like um, walking around like in like small towns in Mexico, they're like actual little carts selling and, you know, making the, the tortillas fresh right there. I mean, you know, somebody needs to break out first Friday's taco cart. You know, street I taco. I, I want, yeah. I want more. Yeah. I want more tacos. I feel I like wa- maybe you should start it. Are you actually, do you cook? Uh, oh, I'm the, I'm one of the best ta- oh, okay. taco cooks. <laughs> we not. got it. We got your I next am, iteration of Taco not. the Town is Taco <laughs> the Town cart. <laughs> well, I'll look into it. Yeah. I'd have to hire somebody. Right. I don't know how to cook very well. Right, okay. So, well, that's good. I'm glad you agree with me on the taco stands and yeah. that's what we need. What are some other good taco towns that you've visited and all your, all your adventures. Have you been to one of the, like, have you been to Austin? Have you been to LA? Yeah. And, um, and you said Colorado has some great tacos. Yeah. I mean, but my going away party, I have a lot of friends in LA for my going away party on this thing. I flew out of LA when I did the digital nomad thing. And we, I had a going away kind of farewell taco dinner on the beach in Santa Monica. Nice. And, and I didn't know really the taco scene in LA, but my friends were like, gotta go here. And I got like 25 street tacos and it was great. And I cannot tell you where it is or what it is, but it was excellent. <laughs> and it was, it had like bars on the windows. It was like super, super local, super awesome. not high end. Eating tacos on the beach. Yeah. I want to do an episode of Taco the Town on the beach. Yeah. We need LA. to find a beach. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go on location. Yeah. In Cuba. Well, I think Shawnee Mission <laughs> Park has a beach. Okay. Yeah. Do they? That's not the kind of beach I'm talking about though. <laughs> do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Yeah. I, I feel like- The lingua it, didn't scare you. The lingua did, I mean, I'll eat some, I've eaten some pretty yeah. random stuff. I mean, it, you could have been like, it's got meats. whole crickets in there. I would have still had it. And oh yeah, street meat's the best. I love it. I will eat off of any street cart in any country. You just sign me up. People will be like freaked out. But I'm like, you know what? I have a, I have a stomach of steel. You have had crickets too, right? Uh-huh. In Mexico or where'd you have uh, the crickets? Thailand. Okay. Yeah. Now, what do they taste like? Crunchy. Crunchy. Okay. They're just like overcooked something. You know okay. what I mean? It's like, oh, it's been overdone. 
what's your go-to say you've left the pubs in England, mm-hmm. England. Oh, um, this, this is easy. Go ahead. <laughs> well, what's your go-to uh, street meat? Oh, well you gotta get shawarma. Yeah. And uh, it's typically going to be lamb, like kebabs and stuff. And Kebab meat. I, when I was in Europe, I had a lot of late night <laughs> kebabs. Did you ever have, get a lot of that burger sauce? That they put with the kebab meat, burger sauce. Burger sauce. Yeah, it's like a uh, Thousand Island mixed with no, mayonnaise. No, no, it's got to be that tzatziki or whatever. It's like, yeah. I mean, no, I, got, I guess I go to like better oh. <laughs> kebab shops oh. than you. I went to a nice kebab shop. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when I studied abroad in England, there was this place. It's on. It's still there. By, by the way, it has rave reviews on Yelp and Google reviews. It's called Helen's Helen's Cafe. Oh, that's nice. It's only open late night. And you go in, they have the spiciest sauce. Oh my God. Lived you on that love thing. Oh, spicy so, sauce. I love it. Love, give me some spicy. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. Okay. This is a speed round. Okay. Just yay or nay questions. Okay. See if you can break the record of 10 seconds. Okay. Here we go. These are just taco stylings. I just want to know yay or nay on them. Okay. Okay. Taco pizza. Nay, no. Yeah, nay. <laughs> taco salad. Nay. Taco burgers. Yay. Taco dogs. <laughs> Nay. Taquitos. Nay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Oh, Yay. But it's chocolate. I know, but it's also ice cream. Ice cream. Right. Do you eat ice cream? I love ice cream, of okay. course. Yeah. Right. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast from Taco Bell. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. Nay. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese instead of chips and salsa. Nay. All right. <laughs> you had a weird reaction to taco dogs. Have you ever had a taco? I don't think I've ever heard of it, but it just sounds not great. I don't know. It's like a chili dog with okay. taco, oh, but it, like, there's a hot yeah. dog. In there. I'm kind of a traditionalist. Like, like if I, if something in my mind is like a taco, you know, it's got to lean into like the tr- more traditional flavors and stuff. But you did, you just said yay for taco burger. Have you had taco yeah, burgers? Yeah, but that's a taco Tico throwback. Right. They, exactly. I mean, I've never had a taco burger outside of taco Tico, but guys, come on. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just the same taco meat on a burger. That's it. <laughs> it's like a sloppy Joe taco, right? Yeah. 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 Oh Ooh. my God. So, so, they, good. so they had those at Taco Tico too. Yeah. Taco they had those Tico, at Taco, taco Villa where I, that was my Taco Tico. Oh, okay. Okay. And the Taco Dogs. Oh. And they had pictures of them on the menu that looked very unappetizing because <laughs> they were from 1982 and they were still up there. And, oh my God. I yeah, love it. But um, that was the first thing I ever ate. Taco wise was a taco burger because okay because yeah. you're a little kid and you're a little like kid and my mom was like oh David the the shell's gonna hurt your your teeth in your mouth just get a burger your mom has an interesting accent yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's from small Kansas town yeah yeah Isn't that how, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. love that she thought she, you're gonna hurt your teeth, teeth. and your <laughs> and now I eat crunchy tacos I, yeah all the now time. you're like living the dream yeah and have I, a taco I, podcast well she kind of foresaw the future because i tend to eat too fast and the shell jams into my Ugh, gums rough and, god yeah, it's how do you how do you like step out of your home every day it's like <laughs> it's hard <laughs> uh, i'm just i'm i'm held together with uh duct tape and glue and the world is treacherous glue. Yeah. starting with the taco shells Gotta of the look world. Out for those tacos <laughs> okay last question what's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos oh my favorite song to listen to in the call oh my god like when you're driving driving to uh it's bruno mars 
treasure. Oh my gosh. How's that go? Uh, no, you're not <laughs> tricking me into singing it. <laughs> treasure. That is what you are. No, it's not great. <laughs> oh, I, I never heard that one. <laughs> oh, okay. shut up. I mean, that's the Thursday that came to mind. Okay. That's let's be honest. One. I'm a nerd. I listen to NPR wherever I go. Okay. So, Talk radio, me yeah, too. It'd me be too. like, oh, morning edition or yeah. or morning edition on my way to have my breakfast sushi. I just have yes. that yes. on repeat. Yeah, over and over. Tacos, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've reached the part of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me like lovers do. Do you have a taco related question you'd like to ask me? Have you ever been on a bad date involving tacos? Tell us about that. Uh, yeah. Um, funny enough, it was at Taco Tico. <laughs> Shut up. Was it really? In Ottawa, Kansas. <laughs> and it was a, you know, we had partied the night before and we were in Lawrence at KU and uh, the girl was like, hey, let's take a road trip. And I was like, you want to go get some Taco Tico? And she's like, Taco Tico? What's that? And I'm like, you've never had Taco Tico? Get in the car. Okay. We're going, I think we're going to Ottawa, Kansas. So we get in the car, take a cool road trip down to Ottawa, having a good time. I think we're still a little hungover and maybe still drunk from the <laughs> night before. And uh, we, you know. Don't we, try this at home, kids. We go inside the Taco Tico. There is no one inside the Taco Tico. It is abandoned. There's maybe one person behind the counter. Does it have, it's about, it's and it's lunchtime yeah. on like a Saturday. We're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't eat here. And I'm like, no, we're eating Taco Tico. We drove all the way to Ottawa to yeah. get Taco Tico. And, um, you know, we have a nice meal. I have my, you know, three tacos. And I think she had a taco and a burrito. Not a taco burger. No. No. Okay. No, she was afraid. <laughs> She's an, an adult with functioning <laughs> yeah, teeth. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was like, we were just, you know, and she was normal. We were both, you know, oh God. normal. And then we got into the parking lot and she threw it all up the minute she stepped into the parking lot. Oh my God. Yeah. That's horrible. Did you as well? No. Were you was, feeling any kind of I sickness? Or? I was good. So do you think it was the booze I and think- then she doused it with some high quality taco you know, foods. Yeah. Maybe it was, she was still, she's still sick or she, yeah. I don't know if she threw up the night before, but yeah, she threw up all of her taco. Tico. So did that lead to a date number two? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, you didn't I, totally like, I rubbed her back and said, uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Are you okay. Huh. And she's like, that place was disgusting. I'm never going there again. Oh, this is a really bad show for Taco <laughs> Tico today. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I mean, it was still a good date, but it had a bad ending. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. That's I, rough. Okay. It was either she was still drunk or the food was disgusting and that's why nobody was in this diet inside uh, the Taco Tico. But yeah. Have you ever had any bad taco dates? Yeah, actually... Great segue into my story I wanted to tell you. Okay, Okay, yeah. so when I was in college, I went to Paris with my boyfriend at the time. and Antoine? Antoine. What was his name? Ian. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we were both at college, and this is before smartphones, before you can, like, look up stuff to do. It was pouring down rain near the Bastille in Paris. Romantic. I know. I know. It was It was all shimmery and pouring down rain and we're just like fighting and trying to find a place to eat. And so like around this huge roundabout, we found this place called Indiana Cafe. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for Indiana Cafe? So you go to inside Indiana Cafe 
It is all Native American themed. Whoa. Yeah, so all the art decor and everything is like headdresses and pictures Weird. of like Cherokee Indian, you know, like, and then- They um, just didn't understand. And it's called Indiana yeah. Cafe. And then the food is, again, I'm going to generously describe it as Mexican, but not. So we, we tried- They were like, all I think, confused. Oh, it was all the cultures combined into like one really bad translation. And uh, yeah, so I think I think we definitely had enchiladas and tacos and they were horrible, <laughs> as they say, or ah, uh, sit down, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, it was it was rough. It was rough. Sounds bad. Yeah. Wow. They got it. I thought you were going to say it was all full of like Indiana basketball memorabilia. I mean, I feel like that's the Indiana side, you know, it's like, this is like authentic um, Mexican cuisine from Indiana or something. That's weird. <laughs> it was rough. It was a rough place. I don't know if it still exists. I should Google that. But. Do they have a lot of American themed restaurants in these other cities you travel to like the, like Paris? And I mean, when I lived in China, uh, I was in Beijing and I was teaching at a local college there. And um, my students uh, wanted to take me out and with their parents and stuff. It's kind of a big deal to like have your teacher, your laoshers, your like respectable human that, you know, you give a lot of respect to. And Did they, uh, they call you teach? They called me laosher, okay. laosher brook, which means like teacher brook. So yeah. And uh, they took me to this really nice restaurant in Beijing called the American Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you in terms of like sickness stories, I know we just ate, but like that was my ultimate sickness story. We won't get into it. Oh. It, would, it. It was rough. So never go to the American buffet in Beijing. Just FYI. Yeah. I don't think I will. It was I rough. Will not. rough. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're about to wrap it up here. Do you have any travel tips for people? I mean, you've been everywhere. You've traveled by boat, by Segway, <laughs> by train to all of these countries. <laughs> You have not been to Antarctica. You are looking into getting a helicopter for that. What are some keys to traveling that you've learned over your over your many, many, many travels? Okay, so one of the first parts is always like the cost of travel. And so I always tell people like, find the flight deals, you know, enroll in, you know, alerts through Google Flight Alerts or there's there's lots of different places. You can, I'm not going to get into that, but just find the deals and just book it and then figure out the rest later. Don't worry about like, oh, and then I also have to find my hotel and I have to find whatever, all the auxiliary stuff that goes with it. Just get the cheaper flights because you can always find affordable accommodation and all things later. Don't worry about like having to plan it all right now. So get the cheap flights if you can. Is there an airline you like best um, in all your travels? So we talk about this on the Coastless podcast and it's like a common hack, but it's really it's way more expensive to book a round trip flight, like looking for Kansas City to Bali right. and round trip. Like that is always going to be a hyperly expensive flight. But if you can get really great deals out of the coast. So look out of like LA or San Francisco, New York, Atlanta or whatever. Um, and then just find a, a really cheap Southwest flight or other Spirit or some other really cheap airline to get to the coast. Um, and it'll save you probably hundreds of dollars on a flight. Cool. Yeah. And so otherwise like, you know, I'm an equal opportunity airline person. I was like, I go with whatever's cheaper because unless you're like traveling all the time regularly, it doesn't really do you much good to have like status on an airline. Anyway, okay. that was long winded. So the next thing is more of like a, just like how to travel, get more out of the experience is like lean towards staying longer so you can go deeper. So right. instead of saying I'm going to Europe and hitting 15 places, in you know, 15 days or something, try to stay longer in a place so that it gives you an opportunity to 
get to know a place, walk around, experience it a little bit deeper. I, I just think it's better because it gives you more opportunity to like meet a local or something mm-hmm. than if you're just like knocking things off a list and like got to get to the next destination. So that's my, that's my international educator's answer. What else? Oh, don't follow Lonely Planet or insert guide here. Okay. <laughs> um, typically because by the time those things have gone to print, they're about 18 months out of date. Yeah. That's a um, good idea. Yeah. So like if you're, if you're really into the guidebook scene, like always, you know, double check online, like is something still open, but it's just, sometimes it's just not like the coolest thing. And so my hack around finding cool stuff is Instagram. I, I search out hashtags, religious cool. place, and then I find food. I find, I try to find the foodie bloggers that are local. So you know how we have all those Kansas city foodie people. Mm-hmm. I would find those equivalents, but in Amsterdam or in Beijing, and they're going to f- show you like the cool spots to hit. So cool. use Instagram. And then the next thing is to have a really great travel experience. It's all about the people. So whether you're shy or not, doesn't really matter, but just like push yourself to like have a conversation and ask simple questions. Like if you're in a cafe, ask someone next to you instead of like the person at the bar, like ask them like, what's the Wi-Fi password? Try to like get a conversation going. Cause I mean, the random friendships I've made and like adventures I've had because of like the random ass human sitting next to me in, you know, at the bar, <laughs> at the bus station, wherever that turned into be like, oh yes, I want to go travel around with you and your friends and visit this beach I wouldn't have known about or whatever. Yeah. Is it kind of like that commercial that's on TV now where the girl goes into the bar asking for um, like directions to someplace and then there's the creepy old man at the bar with the long white beard that goes, you can't find that with a map, come with me. And then he takes her out to the forest. Is that something that you would recommend? Um, is that a real thing? Oh my God. Is this like a safety commercial? <laughs> no, it was like for a, I don't know what that commercial is Oh my God, <laughs> we don't know what they're advertising. Um, I feel like, you know, you, you, I'm like the type of person, like you have to gauge the, the situation yeah. you're in. I have definitely gotten into, I mean, this is, don't, I hope Mona's not listening to my mom, but <laughs> I've gotten into vehicles with, you know, white-bearded strange men, men. white bearded men. No, <laughs> no, not that. Like, and, it, but I gauge the, the situation. Okay. There's also been situations where it's like, there's a group of people and I wouldn't go with them because they just did not give the right vibe. So okay. it really just depends. I know. Is I'm not one? a very funny guest. I'm like so serious. <laughs> I'm like, yes, get in the car with no, the creepy men. I want, I want this no. information. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, uh, this is a very practical tip, but if you don't have a passport yet or you need to renew it or anything like that, always order extra pages in your passport. Just FYI. <laughs> your passport must be awesome. I should have brought it, huh? Yeah. I'm on number three. I bet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this one, when I was traveling just recently in Europe, they, they kept saying like, oh, wow, you're well-traveled. And I was like, Yes, I am. <laughs> it's a, a very privileged position to be in for sure. But I have a, a passport and uh, I found out they don't give you a stamp when you go to Belton, Missouri. No, they don't no. do that. I mean, I feel like, you I, know. I had to go to town hall and be like, Dude, let's go. Come yeah. on. I need a stamp Maybe on my passport. Maybe we need to create a U.S. passport that's a domestic passport so you can get like credit for domestic travel. Yeah. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Different small Kansas towns that I drive to. Okay, so you have that. You have that. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to go back. Well, the hard part now is in Europe because of the European Union. If you travel in between countries, in you don't get stamps now. Oh, bummer. Because it's all EU. You only get the one when you enter the EU and the one when you leave the EU. Ah, that's bummer. Yeah. Well, I can't look forward to that anymore. I know that was a (laughs) Debbie Downer moment right there. My bad. Oh gosh. What is the weirdest? craziest travel event that happened to you that you can't believe you survived? 
Oh, they can't believe I've survived. Oh. Oh, maybe not survived, but what? Well, uh, it's kind of, I, I mean, I want to try to make it as brief as possible. Can, okay. It's called, this store is called Dave's Cozy Little Hostel. Oh. And his name's Dave. It's Dave. legit. This yeah. totally works out. Okay. So when I was in grad school, 2005, went to Berlin, um, just kind of did a little mini backpacking trip around Europe. I was in the UK, Scotland, went to Germany, all over Spain. Now, when and you say backpacking. Like I had everything on my back in a backpack. And you had a walking stick. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because okay. I was, yeah, old. Okay. No. Cool. But I got bronchitis when I was in England. So oh. I now like am coughing like a lot. And we go to this hostel, my friend and I, we're in grad school, we're cheap AF. And uh, we found in a guidebook, Dave's cozy little hostel. <laughs> and I think I want to say it was like $15 a night. It was like super, super low end hostel. You can stay at really nice hostels mm-hmm. these days, but we were going cheap. So we rock up in our backpacks and stuff. This really kind of um, rustic <laughs> looking building. And we were in like the 15 person female dorm and they just had these like uh, foam mats on the floor and like no actual beds, foam yeah. mats on the floor, sheets hung to like give you rooms or whatever to separate everything. Um, but meanwhile, I, and I'm fine with all these factors, but I have bronchitis. I don't stop coughing at all. So that night, that first night, I'm just like dying in, <laughs> of bronchitis. I've been trying to like, over medicate myself in every way but it's not working so like all these girls are like running out of the room like slamming the door like basically Uh, complaining about this girl who's coughing so I go out there and I was like I will pay give me a single room they're like well we don't have any single rooms but in this building but we have other buildings that have rooms and this is before Airbnb this is before any of this stuff where you could like verify so I like wake up my friend I'm like you have to come with me. I'm not going to go to this random ass building. So we pack up all our shit. We're in our pajamas and flip flops in the streets of Berlin at two o'clock in the morning, following this guy around. We go to the first place. He opens it. He's like, nobody's in this apartment right now. Opens it up. There's 50 people in this apartment sleeping like as squatters. He's like, I don't know how that happened. And we're like, what is going on? And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to call my boss about that. We thought it was empty. There's like 50 people in this apartment. So then he takes us to the next place. He's like, so this place, um, no one's going to be back here. It's fine. You can stay here. So we go like up five floors in this apartment building to the top floor. He's unlocking the door and walk in and it's like a very cozy apartment. It's decorated. There's like warm lighting. There's like a proper queen size bed, a kitchen, fully stocked, you know, the whole kitchen. And, you know, like someone might live there. (laughs) And we're like, what is this? They're like, well, the owner, David, this is his apartment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my girlfriend and I. Annie, Dave's oh, cozy. Dave's cozy little hustle. So we're like, okay. He's like, you can lock the door, blah, blah, blah. We're like, uh, this is like not okay. But I was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. We have to get to the airport by seven or something. So we're not going to sleep hardly at all anyway. And so we're just like, let's just do it. We'll take turns sleeping just in case or whatever. So we like fall asleep finally. And we're just like giggling and laughing the whole night. Cause we're like, we're either going to die or this is going to be a great story that I'm going to tell on a taco podcast you know, decades later. And you survived. And I survived. Yeah. We we rocked out at 5 a.m. And nope, Dave never showed up. It was all legit, (laughs) but it was very cozy. It was Dave's cozy little hostel. Wow. Yeah. That would be weird. (laughs) So I've survived. I I don't think I was ever actually, you know, here's my philosophy about travel is that the worst thing you can imagine, if you keep focusing on that, it's probably going to happen to you. Right. So just assume people are nice. Assume that things are going to go great. And it probably will. And they probably are. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that philosophy. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. We've been here seven hours. We've eaten <laughs> two tacos. Yeah. <laughs> we should go to Belton sometime. I love that. Their taco scene's got to be off the hook. You got to add that to your list of, well, of travels. Yeah. Bucket list. So, thanks for being here. And uh, where can people find you online and um, where your new company that you yeah, just launched? Yeah. So I'm launching it very soon. Um, I hopefully will have the website up by the time this is out. But if not, just come check me out on Instagram. I'm the new Dorothy and I'll be sharing a lot about what's to come in the next few weeks. Your new company, Brazenest, what is it? What's its focus? Um, well, it's all about, I mean, the larger philosophy is I want to help people live their most brazen, audacious, badass life and whatever that looks like for them. So giving and the training that they need to launch a company, grow their career, travel the world. I'm going to offer travel adventures, you know, curated experiences as well. There's going to be a podcast and all sorts of fun stuff just Sweet. like help you up level in big ways. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking tacos with me. Yeah, thanks. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on taco the town their catalog is available on lotuspool.com thanks to everyone at tribe street kitchen for having us out tonight we appreciate you sharing your tacos with us and until next time go, go eat, eat some, some tacos, tacos. <laughs> <laughs>